When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How deep is your love? Let's this go. Is, this is a good one. Have you seen the documentary? For is the Bee Gees? this the Bee Gees? Yeah. No. I no. Think I have. Really no. good. Are you a Re- fan? Of- well, me? Yeah. Yeah. The Bee Gees yeah, are cool. I like the yeah. Bee Gees. Yeah. Andy and Morris, and those are the only two Bee Gees I know. Andy was a heartthrob in the seventies. I remember that. <laughs> Morris had the beard, or was he a Maurice? I forget. Maurice. Maurice. Yeah. Maurice. Yeah. Maurice Gibb. Gibbs. Oh, Cody, turn it up. It reminds me of the uh, SNL sketch. We're like talking it up on the Barry Gibbs talk show. <laughs> and it's, uh, Fallon. Kimmel it's Fallon. and Fallon. Yeah. yeah, no, Fallon and uh, JT Timberlake. Yeah, yeah, he's responsible for that. Is your love how deep? It- See, today's gonna be Sade all day on Pandora. And- <laughs> I, I did like how you're when when Morales asked you what and you were lacing you're not, nothing. Got the jazz tonight, Slee. No, here's the problem. I told you guys this yesterday. Tomorrow night, her and I are going to go have a nice dinner together. Where are you going? Um, she's actually picking a restaurant in that area, Palisades area. So oh. I'm not leaving. I'm basically staying tomorrow down at the Riviera until I get kicked out. Excellent. Yeah, I'm, get, I'm staying there. Until Lots I get of good out. options over there, by the way. So she was look. She kind of had narrowed it down to a couple, but I told you, I I, I'm, I don't go on Valentine's Day. It, listen, I get the meaning. I get the thought of it. It's just not a good day to go out for dinner and go have a nice romantic meal. Go the next day. It's going to be a lot easier. The quality is going to be better. The restaurants aren't going to be as backed up where I'm sitting in a hallway while I can hear the air dryer and I'm cutting into my steak. Then it's not Valentine's Day. (laughs) It's okay. Like today, I'll still get her flowers. I'll still get her a nice card. I'll still do thoughtful things, but I don't want to go have dinner today. Today's not the day. Unless, like Jorge said... You're cooking up something. That's up that's steaks. the way to I do it. I picked up steaks two days ago. That's the way to do I it. I left them seasoning right now. They're yeah. there. She knows what's up. So mm-hmm. I'm just gonna sear them tonight, and you know. That sounds great. Yeah. Pardon. So, how long have you and Brenda been married? Uh four years. Four years. We've okay. been together thirteen years. Thirteen. Okay, thirteen years. Twelve years. Seven. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Valentine's Day is nice, and it's fun to go out to dinner, and it's fun to tell each other that you love each other. That's all fine and dandy, but just going out. On Valentine's Day is a young couple's game, right? Like to, to, you want to you want to make sure that they know that you care about them, that you're doing That's these things. Point. But once you I get to that. the point of, and you and Michelle have been together for how long, Al? We've known each other for ten years. Okay, ten mm-hmm. years. So there's it, it's not a new relationship for either one of you. That if you'd been dating for ten months, sure, yeah, we got to go knock this out of the park. We got to got to show you that this is important to me. When you've been married for twenty seven years, you don't have to write the card anymore. You just have to make sure that you remember to say it when you wake up in the morning, which I did. Hey, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, same to you. See you tonight. That's it. Keep it moving. YouTube? (laughs) It was good. Well, the fact that you guys both liked it, that's all that matters. Well, I don't know if she liked it, but she at least tolerated it. Mm -hmm. We got to see... um, Jim Burt hit Joe Montana so hard that I think he blacked out for 45 seconds. I'm sure she's told that story plenty of times. (laughs) Probably a little differently than I did. Uh, Patrick Mahomes 
says that they want to do the thing that no NFL team has ever done before. This is what he said at the parade in Kansas City earlier today. No, for real, though, we appreciate everything y'all do. Showing up to Arrowhead every single week. We know we had to go on the road last year, but I promise you next year we'll be at home, and we're going for that three-piece. So don't get it, forget it. Don't get it twisted. We're doing it. Three times, first time in NFL history, we doing it. Love y'all. Okay, a couple of things here. Number one, he owes Pat Riley money because that's Pat Riley's term. Mm -hmm. If you're going to say that word, you got to cut Pat Riley a check. So that's that's on you, Mahomes. Um, I love that he's putting his hands on it. I love that he's like, we're going to go do the thing that's never been done before because it immediately sets a standard, sets a threshold, sets an expectation for what it is that he wants to do, what he expects his team to do, what he expects from his coaching staff. Look, he's already in the Brady conversation. He's already in the Tom uh, Joe Montana conversation. So his space in this league is secure. It can only be enhanced, right? That he's not, oh, man, this is so hard to win one in this league. I don't know what's going to happen. He's like, no, we're going to go get three in a row. I love that he's grabbing it. I well, love it. And, and listen, everybody's going to be talking about that all next year, period. Just the fact that nobody's won three Super Bowls in a row. You could look at it one of two ways. Guys, you know, we're, we're not going to, when next year comes, next year comes. Uh, which a lot of people would take that approach. A lot of people don't want that target on their back. Their target's going to be on their back either way. But you could take it one of two ways. You can either defer to it. Guys, we're not talking about a three-peat. All we're trying to do is win one more Super Bowl. And if that means we won three in a row, we won three in a row. Or you could do what Mahomes just said. We're going to embrace it. Every every NFL team that's out there, every quarterback that's out there, every head coach that's out there. Because because to pretend we're the squad to beat, yeah, and you want to come get it, come yeah, get it. Yeah, because everybody's going to be asking you about it. Mm-hmm. Training camp's going to open in July, and the question will be, hey, you going to become the first team? And to say, oh, well, it's always hard to win one. We're going to do the best. It's just say, look, yeah, we'd love to. We're going for it. We we expect to be back. But they're in the not Super apologizing Bowl. either. No. There is no they, it, when they won the Super Bowl. Remember, we came in here on Monday. I told them, I was like, and grab that clip where Mahomes is talking about how. You know, the question is, have you built, is this a dynasty yet? He goes, yeah, it's the start of a dynasty. We're just getting started. Nobody's, from right after they won the Super Bowl, they were already talking about, we're going to enjoy this one. We're going to, we're going to have our parade. But after that, we're going to get ready for Super Bowl number three. There's different levels to this, right? So Patrick Mahomes can't, oh, shucks, guys, you you, you can't do that anymore, mm-hmm. right? You, you're Patrick Mahomes. You're one of the greats of all time. Nick Foles win the Super Bowl? You can all shucks it a little bit. Man, I, I don't even know how I got here. I was a backup a month ago, and now I'm standing here. With, so I, I mean, I don't know. This is amazing. I'm just going to enjoy this for what it is. That's cool. But when you're Troy Aikman, Joe Montana, uh, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. Michael Jordan. Mike, it's, LeBron there, James. There is no more. Oh, guys, Magic can you believe Johnson. this? you you got to own it. Yeah, this is the expectation. This is what I expect to do every single season, and anything less than this is not good. Yeah, I expect to win three in a row. I'm the, I'm the best, and he's not going to say this, but you know why they have a chance? Because I'm on the damn team. Mm. I'm the best player in the league. There's not a close second. As long as I'm in this thing, we got a chance to go do is it. Is it funny? Before the playoffs started, we talked about this, that there was – what made this playoff run more exciting is we were going to see something Mahomes hasn't been in a predicament with, which is win on the road. Sure. He's got to go win playoff games on the road. And here he we are. terrified. <laughs> it literally looked like him. <laughs> Even listening to him right there saying, you know, almost apologizing to the fans, sorry that we had to do it on the road. 
I'm sure every Chiefs fan is like, it's fine. Well, look, I mean, if you were, I'm not saying you, Alan Sliwa, but if you thought that Patrick Mahomes was going to be anything other than Patrick, not again, he can be beat. It's just really hard to beat him. It's also the, you can run it back right. with essentially the same guys, and they're going to add talent. They're not going to lose. They, uh, Travis Kelsey isn't retiring yet. But they're going to add I think he's the, the biggest wild card in the whole thing. I, he's not going to retire, but Travis Kelsey's been in, like, what, 10, 11 years? Yeah, so, and he something like that. His performance. Yeah. And, yeah. and his performance, if he showed up next year, and look, we, I'll say it, look at Cooper Cup's performance this year. Mm-hmm. That ain't the same guy. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe it's because he was hurt. Maybe it's because he's taken, you know, the maximum amount of punishment. He can. I, I don't know maybe what it is. Maybe it's a combination of all that, all of and this. this is him now. This it, mm-hmm. it, it happens to everybody, but it doesn't happen to everybody at the same time. I think he's – because Andy Reid's – fastball between his ears that's not going anywhere Mahomes is still in the peak of his athletic prime that's not going to happen Kelsey's the one he could be an all pro all over again and I don't think I'd be surprised if you were like hey he didn't look the same I wouldn't be surprised by that either he's the wild card in the whole thing also, defense is going to be good speaking of the other team that was involved in the Super Bowl so this just came in from Adam Sheffer about uh 10 minutes ago five minutes ago uh there's a change in San Francisco Steve Wilkes is out as the 49ers defensive coordinator so that's a little I, I didn't really expect that Anthony Lynn's also out he was a hmm. assistant coach up there too. I'm, I'm I'm literally processing that as you say it. Em. Um Niners had a pretty good defense. Yeah. The the again you you got beat by the best player of his era. I don't know if there's any humiliation in that. I don't know if there's any. Well, this is I, what I, I would have done differently yeah, I, to I, stop that guy. I don't think I don't think there's humiliation, but you also have a very stacked roster that's trying to win right now. If I'd have told you. There's a few teams that the Kansas City Chiefs lost to the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. You wouldn't be shocked. No. It wasn't going to be a game where it's like, oh my gosh, they're two touchdowns. No. It, it was none of that. So I, I think there's a little bit of as well. Um, the Niners had expectations. You got to win it all or you don't. And if you don't win it, yes, Mahomes was great. Yes, you had some things that didn't go your way. I think just naturally – there could be some changes that come to a team that was expected to win the entire thing. Yeah, look, I, I I hear what you're saying, and I agree with what you're saying, but when we were watching the Super Bowl on Sunday, was there at any point you're like, the Niners' defense is killing them? Did I don't it, think so. I didn't think so either. Nick Bosa was getting to Mahomes. He was. Right. They were trapping Mahomes in the pocket. I, like It wasn't the o- defense. The only time the defense was those last couple of drives. They just had no answer. There was nothing they can do. And they had gone pretty much... But that was just Mahomes doing his thing, right? But it wasn't even just Mahomes. It's also, towards the end of the game, you're probably winded. You're tired. Your defense has been out there. Remember, Shanahan was kind of trying to give the comp, too, that I heard some By of the, the way, excuse was, we want to give our defense a chance to catch their breath. That was another one of Why those. not lean in on that, as opposed to that absurd, well, we wanted it <laughs> third. Like, if they just... if if. Kyle Shanahan in the post-game press conference or uh, at his press conference yesterday said, hey, uh, you've got a couple of days to think about not taking the ball first. What do you think about that? If his response would have been, listen. Our defense was just out there. I I get why going first is the wrong idea. My defense was gassed. They had just been on the field for whatever it is, 20 minutes in a row, Mm -hmm. chasing Mahomes around. I had to let them catch their breath. Okay. Even with that, I would disagree, but there's a – It's reasonable. more justified – than if we got the ball the third time. Yeah, but there's not going to be a third time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he he blew and, it. And you know everything from it. Kyle Yushek in that mic'd up saying, "Whoa, if we score a touchdown, we don't even win." Like that's he he was shocked. And it if has, even one player on your team is shocked, then you did your. You uh, know what kind of sucks? It's good what kind of sucks? 
that's kind of what are you remembering from the Super Bowl? I think there's two takeaways that we're always going to remember with the Super Bowl. And it's a little bit unfortunate. We're going to remember Patrick Mahomes being Patrick Mahomes. For sure. And the other one, I think, is going to be Shanahan's decision in overtime. Yes, those are one and two. But I think it's one, and then there's a huge gap to the second one because it's Mahomes back-to-back, it's Mm -hmm. number three, and the reason they won the game is because of the game-tying drive, the game-winning drive. I blew the Bee Gees thing. Andy Gibb was a solo act. Not a member of the Bee Gees. That, according to none oh, of oh, Andy was a brother. Steve Mason. That's, a, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So How I, could my, you, Travis? I know. Look, it's something much like Kyle Shanahan. You're not going to get them all right. <laughs> you can't get them all right. That's going to happen. The target wins. The sixth seed. How important is it for the Lakers? That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. All right, Lakers uh, basketball here on uh, ESPN Los Angeles. Of course, Lakers got a game coming up a little bit later against the Utah Jazz. It's the final game before the All Star break. It's all delivered by Pizza Hut. Introducing, Travis. I got a chance to uh, try some of this hot honey pizza and wings. It's the perfect balance of sweet and heat. On Friday, right before the Super Bowl, Pizza Hut was nice enough uh, to bring it in and, and and have us try out their fantastic pizza. Make it very, very simple here. Just order now on the Pizza Hut app or at PizzaHut.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, that's a classic. You know this is. You know this is. Hold on. Weird Al. It's Lauren Hill. Travis. I know who Lauren Hill is, but I don't know if I would recognize, recognize her, her voice. voice. Yeah. I don't think I would. Weird Al, I would get right away. Right away. Eat it. Insolent. My Bologna. My Bologna. My Bologna. <laughs> it's so good. Cal Poly, uh, San Luis Obispo, fine alum, Weird Al Yankovic. For those of you that are interested in I such things. I also know Amish I Paradise. Know. Okay. Oh, I yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Paradise. Yeah. Just Daniel Radcliffe played him, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe played him. That Roku movie. Yeah. And actually won it's an Emmy, I it's think. It's pretty good. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. I'm trying to think. There there was uh, obviously Eat It. There was another very famous one. It'll come back to me. Um, Is it the Like a Surgeon? Yes. That's it. Thank like you. A Thank you. I, oh my I knew it was 80s and I knew it would come back to me, but you uh, you beat me to it. The Lakers, Christian Wood was talking about how 
they need to make a push to get to the sixth spot. And sure, yes. And and that Christian Wood is saying it means one thing. If it came out of the mouth of LeBron <laughs> or AD, it would be slightly different. different. But whatever. I think he's right. Um, because where the Lakers are sitting right now, they're ninth. They'd have to win two games just to get into the playoffs. Yeah. And this is a team that until in the last couple of weeks or so, it's had a hard time stringing wins together. Sure. They, they, they'll win one, lose one, lose two, win two. Like You never really feel entirely comfortable with what performance they're going to show up with in any given night. And, and, and randomly, you know when it churned? Remember they lost to Houston and Atlanta on the road, and then they had the game against the Celtics without LeBron and AD. And since mm-hmm. then, they're winning some games. They've won They've been five better. or six. Yeah. They've been better. But I, I think even the most optimistic Laker fan, looking at you, would not be like, what the hell's going on if they turned around and lost four or five? That's just kind of who no. they are, yeah. right? That, especially 9 and 10, is really scary for the Lakers. Because if you're 9 or 10, you got to win two. Mm-hmm. And you can't afford to lose. Seven or eight, you got you, there's well, a little bit of an escape hatch to, all right, we lost tonight, we can win tomorrow, and, and you got a, an opportunity there. I think that six, obviously, is is where you would love to be. But more importantly... Stay the hell away from not nine and ten is the one that, for the first time, you could say you know what the Lakers might not even get into the playoffs at all if they're we, nine or let, ten. Let's let's play it out. Let's pretend the playoffs started today. They'd play the Warriors, right? Play Warriors yeah. in the first game here, and can the Warriors win one game? They have Steph Curry. Okay, okay. This is kind of the yeah. the simplistic. Let me just simplify it. Right. It means by the time that if that game was going on tonight at Crypto. Either Steph Curry is not making the playoffs, or LeBron James and Anthony Davis are not making the playoffs. One of those two. We are saw out. that a few years ago, right? It Where was Lakers beating the, the Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, but that was, I think, if I'm right, a seven-eight matchup. Okay, I forget what happened after that for the Warriors, but this is not. This is a single elimination game between the Lakers and the Warriors. So you'd have to beat the Golden State Warriors, and then if you handle that. Then you would have to go on the road to play the loser of the Mavs or the Sacramento Kings. Again, are they winnable? Sure. Can you also be out by April 15th? Yes. Yeah. So I I, I think what you're saying is I think we've talked so much about the six because you want to avoid the playing tournament, but I think what you're it's a good point of, okay, well, if you're not going to get the six, let's make sure you're not getting the ninth or the tenth. Because of those reasons. We, we, we just assume that they're going to be in a best-of-seven series at some point. That their best, their best opportunity is, let's just hope this thing goes a long time, and yeah. that at least four times in seven games, LeBron and AD are just a little bit better than whoever it is they're playing against. And that, by the way, is not a terrible strategy. Mm-hmm. But in a one-off... Or in a, a a two situation where if you lose two in a row, you're out. Can they? There's no team that I would just maybe the Pistons who are not they're not going to see. But any of those teams that are going to be Sacramento, Dallas, uh, Golden State, even Utah, these teams that are kind of floating around in that little pocket right there. It, there there's there's no guarantee that they're in at all. And the whatever slight. I don't want to say advantage because I don't think they have an advantage, but whatever slight opportunity may present itself yeah. in a best of seven, there is it, it's it's one and done. It's terrifying. It's like we were talking about with the baseball wild Except card. Except for them, they have to win. They two have to, to do it twice yeah. potentially. Mm-hmm. 
That that is a that is a nightmare scenario because they're not going to fall to eleventh. I think the gap down to eleven is far too big in this situation right now. But we'll get a little closer nine or ten if, if Utah. So Lakers, Utah, they can gain a game on them, or Utah can gain a gain a little. Yeah, bit Utah's a game and a half ahead uh, or behind the Golden State Warriors, who are a game behind the Lakers. So you got mm-hmm. a two and a half game cushion. It's not nothing. I'm with you. No, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think, see them I don't falling think they're going, out they could, there. And they also got. Maybe I'm I'm hallucinating. They got too much talent, and, and now whether that talent clicks or whether they find themselves in a position where they're at least from the perspective of just playing consistently. We said this about the Lakers. A lot of nights we have no idea which team is going to show up. And I think that's that's the talent thing is interesting. I, I wish I could give credit where credits due. I don't remember the first play, player person I heard say this, but talent is unfulfilled potential. That's what it is. Right, it means you haven't done it yet. It means that, and LeBron and AD obviously have. But this idea, of, hey, it could be this. Five games in, yeah, I don't I like know what that. it's going to be. Ten, ten games, sure. Twenty, yeah, we still got a lot of back. They've played nearly sixty games, and they're right around five hundred. A little bit better of late than not. D'Angelo's been much better than his typical NBA self over what a month, maybe maybe even a little bit longer than a month. So it's trending in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But at 60 games, or right about where the Lakers are at the 60-game mark, to be three games over 500, maybe it's four, maybe it's two, but it's not like you're tilted heavily in one sure. direction or the other. That's not The potential is no longer interesting to me. You are what you are. This is a team that's slightly better than 500, which in a one-and-done scenario means you got a coin flip's chance. I think we talked about it off the air, but could I throw this your way? Braun playing yesterday yeah. and not playing tonight. Instantly for me, it's like Bron. If you're gonna pick between one of these two games, why don't you grab the uh, let, let's let's play in that Utah Jazz game, which is on the road, always a tough place to play. Uh-huh. The Pistons only have eight wins. You uh-huh. said something that I think was a little bit interesting. Is it the just get the lock, get the get the? It's almost the we'll take the ball. I, I can't I can't worry about tomorrow. <laughs> I got to worry about today. Bingo. Mm-hmm. This is a. We probably won't lose to the Pistons without LeBron James, but we might. So let's just, just in case. let's just make sure that we here, here's what you're doing is you're guaranteeing one and one if LeBron plays against the Pistons, yeah, with a chance at two and zero. Oh. If he doesn't play, now zero oh and two has at least walked in the room. It's it's coming in the room. You don't have, you don't have your best guy or your second best guy. They'd probably beat him anyway. But I think it speaks to the Lakers' mindset of, hey, let just put this in the bank. Mm-hmm. Let's just make sure that we go three games over five hundred because you lose that one. Now you could be at the at the All Star break at exactly five hundred. Mm-hmm. I think that if I'm just trying to read their minds, that's what I would see it as. The only other thing I could think of is. You know, I wonder if Braun actually makes the trip to Utah or he's no. I'm that's where it. I'm is staying. the All Star game? Indiana. Indiana. Who doesn't okay. want to go to Indiana? <laughs> Indiana is filled February. with lovely people. Indianapolis, real in Americans. February, I'm super. I would be super excited if I was an athlete. India, Indianapolis is okay. In Never February, been. Never I've been. been in February. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's cold. You it's can gray. go to Miami. You can go to L.A. No, that's you can go better. To Vegas. That's better. <laughs> All but, these fun places. You know, it's gray. There's no leaves on the trees. It's cold. <laughs> but we're, we're inside. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma is, City. <laughs> That'd be there worse. is the um, Indianapolis Zoo that you can go to. Sick. The Indiana State Museum. Is go see the Indy right 500 now. Museum. What about it's all cozy things to do in Indiana in the <laughs> yeah. winter. 
One of my favorite things of all time was in The Bachelor. They uh, they all they travel the world. They go on these crazy dates. And so the host comes in and he's like, hey, girls, your first trip in this amazing, jet-setting, world-blazing adventure is to <laughs> Cleveland. And then every girl's like, what? <laughs> and they they no one claps no one's excited cleveland's a lovely place i know people here that work with us are in cleveland but it was a very funny clip. i've been to Apparently cleveland been twice in my life yeah. both times in the summer so take it for what it's worth right mm-hmm. both times in the summer had a went for the all-star game okay. one time awesome had another time where we went for a tour stop when i was working for jim awesome weather was perfect everybody's having a good time we're outside and it was like man you pay this is the nicest weekend we've had all year yeah cool all i know is that i'm two for two in cleveland i went to one laker road game in cleveland in cleveland and as you know braun is there so it's kind of that all that whole hype and i remember getting off the plane and eventually you know i'm in the airport and my first step on like outside right like i'm leaving the cleveland airport and waiting for a taxi to come up, and the taxi pulls up, and it's just this like wet sludge mud. You can, I can't even describe what because I've never seen it before. I I don't know what any of that stuff is, and I'm like, he's not waiting for me to like come in from here. And the taxi driver's like, get your get your ass over here. I, yeah. Where do you think I'm going to pick you up? I'm like, all right, welcome to it's Cleveland. It's the Midwest, yeah. baby. Welcome, I hear, welcome. I hear, yeah, I hear Cleveland has the best tacos in the country. Huh? <laughs> That's something I heard. <laughs> yeah, look. Love Lindsay. That's an insane proposition. It's just, it's just <laughs> patently insane. Yeah, because then I think McMenamin came on, and wasn't her case that it was the best taco she has in Cleveland? Oh, in the country. Yeah, she said in the place overall. Yeah. Here, yeah. here are the options where you could make a case that has the best tacos in the country. Yeah. Anywhere the borders Mexico. Yeah, I was gonna say. You want you, you you want Texas? Fine. Yeah. You want New Mexico? San Diego. Fine. You want Southern California? Yeah. Cool. Cleveland? Hey. <laughs> <Come> on. Ontario. <laughs> Hot and cold coming up next is Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right. So uh, I was just, I'm going to tell some personal stories for Hot and Cold today. So uh, yesterday I went to go see a movie at uh, an AMC in Burbank. There are 8 billion AMCs in Burbank. So I went <laughs> to a AMC 8. I think it's the oh, one that's yeah. inside of the mall, the okay? Mall. So, um, but at this one, there's a MacGuffin's bar. So MacGuffin's bar is all across all the AMCs, and you can get um, drinks and stuff, and you can take it in. It's, you know, they have themed things for these movies. So I go up to the bar, and I see a little advertisement for um, the Argyle Whiskey Sour, which okay. is just a whiskey sour. And so I'm like, oh, that looks good. I'm going to get that. Um, and so then I see him make it. He gets out a massive cup and I'm like oh my gosh how Matt like big gulp sized it's like not big gulp sized but it's like it's like in between a medium and a large at McDonald's okay so it's not quite as wide as McDonald's uh, large but it's like it's definitely big and I see him pour in the whiskey and it's like oh that's that's a lot of whiskey and then they add the whiskey the the sour mix and all the other good stuff they do some little egg whites uh oh wow they made a real one they made a real one they made it it was delicious. Okay. It was massive. It was more expensive than I thought I was going to make have it, but it's worth essentially two drinks because I didn't have to get up in the movie theater and get a new drink. So, uh, shouts out to the McGovern's Bar at AMC. They serve me well. Get the Argyle Whiskey Sour. It's bomb. <laughs> is, there, is there a better feeling of like better and worse that when you're watching a bartender make your drink 
and they don't care about the poor, you're like, this is amazing. And when they're so precise about the poor, it's like, just, uh, just let a little more in. Well, give, give a little bit. There. It's the difference between art and science, right? There are bartenders that operate scientifically, which is one and a half ounces of this, an ounce of that, Mixologist. a dash of this, and yeah. they make it exactly the same way. And then there's a, this is how I like it. We're going to put a little of this and a little of this. And what, I prefer the second version, right? And when you're watching those guys, I like to ask, what, what, why would you do that? What, 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 what is that? What is that one? You see that drink, that, that purple thing that goes, oh, what do you got going over there? I like to know those things. How many shots were in your whiskey sour? Four? Probably three to four, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. That's, That's a lot. I had a great time at Anatomy of a Fall, round three. <laughs> the third time you third saw time it? Yeah, it was the third time I saw it. I, I, Okay, that movie, just to give it a little bit of love, I get something new every time I watch it. It's, it's a movie about kind of, it's like a trial movie. So it's about kind of, did she do it? What yes. happened? How did it happen? Um, and each time I watch it- I need to finish it. It gets me to- I realize something different. I'm like, maybe that is why she's innocent. Maybe that is why she's guilty. Maybe that is why X, Y, Z. And my opinion has changed about the content of the plot each time I've watched it. And that's why it's a great movie. You said you need, you've seen it? I've seen part of it. Um, Michelle and I, did we order it on New Year's? I think it was, but it was so late when we started watching it. And it's and two then, and a half hours. And then... Um, we you're renting it basically for a couple of days. If you don't okay. watch it within that window, then it's gone. So oh, it disappeared. We had to go, you missed it. You got to rent go it again. It again. Yeah. yeah. You're I not curious how it ends. Uh, it was really good. I am curious. I just uh, I, to be honest with you, just got busy French. with other. You don't want to like look away and miss something. It's no, very it's tense. good. Yeah. It's good. Um, also, one fun thing about that too. So, P I M P, uh, the instrumental version of that yep. song is very important to the movie. It before that though. Um, they were going to have Jolene, Dolly Parton's Jolene being playing. And what so that changes difference. the context of the entire scene. Mm. So they weren't getting, they weren't allowed to use Jolene uh, for some reason. So Director's cut. They'll re- <laughs> re-release it with <laughs> the Jolene. They went from Dolly Parton to 50 Cent. But it did change the context of it. So I'm going to do now, uh, who's cold? And now time for what's cold. Damn. Malls. All right, so why malls are cold? Uh, one, I am not a fan of malls. I'm not a fan of outdoor malls. I'm not a fan of indoor malls. If I can avoid a mall at any cost, I will avoid a mall at What's any What's your cost. objection? Uh, too many people, too many teens, too many teens loving on each other. Ruffians, like, hooligans. Yeah, obviously. It's like no good nicks. Yeah, there's that. I, I, I'm old and I'm crotchety, <laughs> and that's why I don't like teens. And then um, it's also just, yeah, there's lots of people. Parking's always an issue. I just would prefer to avoid all malls if possible. So I couldn't avoid it yesterday at the EMC in Burbank. And uh, so I go there. I hadn't been to this mall before. Go upstairs, you see the movie, fun stuff. It ends at like 10.30. So um, it's late, the whole mall is closed, all the stores are closed. And so there's kind of everybody filing out from the AMC. <laughs> and so the escalators have stopped working. They just turned them off turned or them whatever. Off, yeah. So uh, we were like, we don't want to walk down the escalator to get to the place we're going. So we leave. We try to find an exit. My friend Rebecca, who's with me, the uh, liquor trunk. Can I, let me, let me jump in. Like when you say the escalator was closed, like it was. Oh, you couldn't just, just turn it use it as you a could as walk a, it as, as, as stairs. stairs. We were like, let's just not worry about it turning on or whatever. Okay. So we're just gonna take the stairs. It's always weird being on the escalator when it's off. It is exactly. Like, what is. the hell's going on here? <laughs> the stairs. And, and so we go to take know, the but... stairs, and it has one of those green exit signs. You're like, oh, this is the stairs we're supposed to go down. We open the door. You're going down a fire exit. <laughs> yeah, there's like 18 yeah. billion stairs, but like I'm saying that not the steps underground, there's, but there's like different stairs. Where do you go? 
Yeah, it yeah. was so confusing. I thought I was going to get lost there. Two people followed us <laughs> and thought that we knew what we were doing. And I was just trying to find out, okay, so if we get locked out, how do we call the cops to help us out of this situation? And I was just getting nervous about it. Malls are creepy. Malls are the worst. So cold for the malls. There was, did you see this? Man, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. This might have been one of the YouTube rabbit holes. I went, there's this. I think it's a mall, like this huge mall, famous mall, whatever it is. I'll have to look at what, what exactly. And, and these people just kind of show there's some stairs, but you're not supposed to go down the stairs. And then eventually there's doors. Those doors are supposed to be closed. And then you eventually like open up and it's just a completely abandoned. Think of the size of an indoor mall. Sure. How big it is. And it's just this whole below, completely abandoned, looks spooky as hell. Think about how how large you're going from Macy's to J.C. Penney, like how how far that takes. Yeah. But it's completely Empty. abandoned underneath. I'm like, oh yeah, that would creep happen. me. I I I'm halfway with you on your mall phobia, M, because. An indoor mall, especially now, like when I was a kid, going to the mall was a big deal, right? You'd go, yeah. you'd hang out with your friends, and you'd go get an Orange it Julius. It was one of those third spaces. I didn't, I'd go with my you, mom not- and my sisters and wait for them to, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's going on here? It's a third space. It's not your school, yes. not your house that you can hang right. out. And again, you could meet up, go on a date, you can yep. meet up, and your parents aren't there. See a movie, go ice skating, get something to eat, play video games. Like, mm-hmm. this is where you would go to do this stuff. But indoor malls now, because- you know, brick and mortar retail is taking it on the chin. Indoor malls are creepy because you get these yeah. super off-brand stores a lot of places. Yeah. They're like, I don't even know what that is. Outdoor malls feel better because I feel like I could escape if I need to, and I don't mind like walking around the outside. in Glendale, really nice. This is yeah. the outside, right? Yeah, because they outside have an indoor for sure. one as well. Grove is like good. that too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are all fine places. Fashion there's Valley just in San Diego. Too many people and too like every time I walk into a freaking Sephora, there's eight people that jump on me. I just yeah. want to buy my lip gloss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'm much more of an online shopper. Are yeah. you a Orange Julius guy, Al? My God, I have not been to a more of a Jamba Juice. Okay, yeah, Jamba Juice. Yeah, what? Was, the, Jamba, just because I feel like there were more Jamba Juice than Orange Julius. There was more yeah. there. Oh, for, at, at Jamba Juice? Yeah. No, Jamba Juice. You got an option of like thirty things. Mm-hmm. At yeah. Julius, you had like three. Orange Juice. And- Orange Julius. Pineapple Julius and Strawberry Julius. Those are the only things I remember. And the Juliusing of the drink was like, it made it foamy. I don't even know how they (laughs) did it. But like Orange Julius isn't orange juice, but it's not a milkshake. It's just like foamy orange juice. Mm. The Juliusification of the drink was always a mystery to me. I I live by the Punta Hills Mall, and that's where they shot Back to the Future. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lone Pine Mall? Yeah, so they have the sign inside for Twin Pines Mall. It's like located inside the mall, but for a while they had it outside. They brought out the uh, uh, DeLorean. They brought out, you know, Doc Brown's uh, car. They kind of had like a little fan uh, thing going on in the. uh, that's one of the very cool yeah. things about being in L.A. Jorge is like just you, random things like that. Well, they shot Fast Times at Ridgemont High at the mall directly across the street for where I worked for 15 years mm. at, at the Sherman Oaks Galleria, and so and it still looked like it did there. They shot the parking lot sequence of Wally World in Vacation in the parking lot at Santa Anita across the street from my house. So it's just you. It's in L.A. They shoot all the stuff, or at least they used to, not so much anymore. But you would shoot these things. Like, oh, I've driven through that day. That's crazy. That's an only in. Thing. The yeah. dump coming up next is Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 
so before we get into the dump, because I'm a bad host every once in a while, let me remind you that the Who's Hot, Who's Cold feature is brought to you by NextGen, the official AC heat and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. Call 833-3-NEXTGEN, that's 833-3-N-E-X-G-E-N, or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com. Al, I was just telling you that uh, Mark Cates and I, uh, we're just having a deep conversation on the joys of a Julius as a as a young preteen and teenager in Southern California in the late seventies and early eighties. Yeah, Nothing no, like it. Yeah, and no, it almost sounds like it got serious. Like everybody was getting a little offensive. They were getting offended well, by the Jamba Juice. Yeah, they're they're very different. There. They're they're in the same family, but they're like distant cousins along the way. And mm-hmm. then he he was very proud of me for going with a pineapple Julius that only real Julius people know that there was a pineapple juice i don't even remember what it was but i remember i liked it you should it. change your uh twitter handle to pineapple julius it's a great idea julius yeah. lover <laughs> pineapple pineapple orange straw the strawberry one was like a bad milkshake Not like good. it didn't even it didn't even it was i don't know what juliusing a thing does but it gets frothy and sweet but the strawberry one just didn't work like that. If you work at Orange Julius, hit us up. Yes, if you explain, are exactly. Explain Thank what you. the Julius is. Yeah, what? Why? Why does it? And why is it a capital J? Like, is it a person? Did he come up with it? I don't know what it is. Um, Nineteen ninety-one, Silence of the Lambs came out, and yep. if you remember the scene where Jodie Foster, Agent Starling is kind of running through the woods at the beginning of the movie, kind of getting her training on Emily. That's not far from where you grew up. Yeah. So um, my. Quantico is not very far from where I grew up, so I knew people in the FBI. I've like a lot, almost everyone in my area works in DC mm-hmm. or with the government, some way, shape, or form. So my uncle, uh, he actually works for the FBI, and he works at or worked as a training officer. So he trained people to drive in high speed situations, and so in the movie. Jodie Foster at one point in time is like uh, going through one of these towns. They practice how to raid towns or whatever. So they, um, so that's right where I, I've been there before. Uh, I've been where they have like done the training facility. And then every year on Fourth of July, we would go to this area in Quantico and we would have our Fourth of July celebration because they really have really cool fireworks yeah. show. And so we would go. We play in the driving range. My uncle taught me how to drive. He even was on Good Morning America at one point in time. And I think he dro- <laughs> drove Diane Sawyer in his car and how to drive in a high speed situation. Okay. So how much time did you get to spend with your uncle as a kid? Um, a good amount. Yeah. Did he ever drive like a maniac because he knew what he was doing to nope. like kind of entertain you guys? Nope. He really. Well, he did. He he taught us defensive driving. Things okay. About what to do if your car skids, what to do in these situations. You know, if you get hit some way, yeah. here's what you do. But uh, no, we never did any crazy crazy driving. Like that. That is one of the coolest jobs I've ever heard. That you teach FBI agents how to drive like aggressively like how yeah. to chase people how to spin them out like yeah. that's incredible and to me he was me. In the fbi in new york uh and then he got transferred to quantico to, to be a, like a wow. a trainer of fbi agents um so yeah it's pretty cool if i okay i'm not saying that he should have put you and your sisters at risk but if he knows how to make a car like do a 180 on purpose under control that's all we'd go to ralph's and i'd pull into the parking lot and do a 180 and slide into my parking space like Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yeah. Like you, I would just be killing it. You got is he, is he still with us? 
Yes, he's still with us. Could he still do it? He's just retired. Uh, I don't think he's going to do it now, but uh, yeah, he's retired now. He's even, lives in even South better Carolina. now. <laughs> he's retired. So it's amazing. Work on his game. Like that's like having an uh, an uncle that's a stuntman. Like have yeah. him do yeah, some crazy true. stuff. Yeah, it, it was comp. very cool, and that movie is uh, is awesome. So if you have a chance, go see Silence of the Lambs. The following year, on the same day, Valentine's Day, nineteen ninety two, Wayne's World was also released. Which is that the most successful Saturday Night Live skit spinoff turned into a movie because what what else what else were Night of the Roxbury became yeah a movie. that wasn't great there was a ladies man with Tim Meadows okay. there's been lots of like SNL stars that went to make movies like Will Ferrell but I'm trying to think of like SNL skit that basically the skit from the show was the movie yeah that Wayne and Garth were just doing their thing and they were goofy and they liked music and they play hockey in the street is that the biggest one M do you think probably is, probably is Wayne's World the most successful film version that's a direct spinoff of an SNL skit. I would say that there was like MacGyver. They did a MacGruber. Oh, MacGruber. They, they did MacGruber. And they also did, because um, I know Tua likes MacGruber. Uh, and they also did one that I can't remember right now. Oh, the Sh- Molly Shannon Superstar. Yeah. I used to like that one too. Wayne's but World's it wasn't. A, yeah, Wayne's World is Wayne's the most Wayne's World was a hit. Like yes. Wayne's World, they, they, there was a sequel I want to say too, right? Probably. I think yeah. there was. Were you a Wayner or a Garth guy, Salih? Um, Mike Myers just made me, he just just made me laugh. You know, like he's just so stupid, especially in that movie. He just made me laugh. What did this mean? They retired Shaq's jersey okay. uh, for the Orlando Magic the other night, and he said to the DeVos family, whenever you want me to quit TNT and come back home, you give me a call. Hmm. What does that mean? Only thing I could think of, because I don't think he would be quitting TNT to be a sideline reporter. <laughs> I don't think he's quitting TNT to be a color commentator on radio. I mean, TNT is literally the best sports show that's out there the inside the nba the only thing i could think of is hey put me in the mix here make me a uh, minority owner give me a position where i could actually help the franchise and make decisions and everything else that threw me off it's almost like you know there's a few jobs out there that you're thinking kenny smith ain't going anywhere Charles Barkley, for a second there, you thought, well, is he going to go do something? He's been saying that for 20 years. But it is, is um, what was it? Was it Liv or who was it that was going to potentially offer him it was as Liv. much? It's going to take something like that to say, okay, we're going to pry him away. But those jobs, you just don't feel like these guys are going to leave until they retire or they have to go. Shaq's in that position with inside the NBA. Shaq's in every other NBA commercial that's out there primarily because, yes, he's Shaq, he's a great pitchman, but also because he's on inside the NBA. Does Shaq still own part of the Kings or of the Kings? That's, you know, he did for a while. For some reason, why do I think he sold his share? I'll find out. The ownership of a team by a formerly great player is fascinating to me because LeBron's going to have his hands on an NBA team at some point. He's, he's going to. Tom Brady right. has it with the Raiders Tom now. Brady has an ownership stake in the, in the Raiders. He did sell his, uh, his stake in the Kings. The, the the best example of this, and not, not that it, the, the results were the best, but somebody that not only had a – there's a difference between having a piece of it, which is where you invest a little money and you take – and then you're running the show. Michael Jordan was running the show for the Charlotte Hornets sure, sure, sure. for a long time. He wasn't very good at it, right? He, he just – he wasn't. They, they didn't draft well. They never really had a team that was competitive on a regular basis. He's just maybe the greatest player of all time, but he certainly was not a, a, a successful owner. First former player – 
to be the majority owner. He was great from that perspective that he was able to do that, but actually running the team, they didn't draft well. No. It's hard. So I'll go to baseball here for a second. A lot of times the guys that make the best managers are guys that were kind of journeyman players because they know the struggles of how hard it is. They know mm. what it's like to be in various places. That It isn't just show up and do it because More I'm perspectives. awesome. Varying perspectives. Yeah. That the guys that were really good, like Ted Williams tried to manage the, I believe it was the Washington Senators at okay. the time. He was terrible at it because it's like, well, you got to do this. Yeah, you're Ted. I can't. You got to be able to communicate with me and the things that I can do. To say, do it like Shohei. Yeah, no one can, right? Shohei and managing him is not hard. Managing but Chris Taylor is probably a little different, right? Dave Roberts, Chris Young, guys, that, and I know these very, are different positions. Very different. There's, yeah. Shaq is incredibly bright. Mm-hmm. Shaq is incredibly successful, mm-hmm. but he's one of the great players of all time. And to whether or not he'd be a good owner, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he certainly like from a business standpoint, he knows how to turn a, a, a nickel into a dime. He knows how to do that. But, hey, draft that guy instead of that guy until you have to do it. Who knows? Magic was much better at his power but not i'm gonna go draft every single you know what i'm saying that magic let, let me be thirty thousand feet up rather than right in the mix of it you know what we should do right now al what do you think we should do some super cross okay. talk okay what's up ireland is in salt lake john are you there yes sir all right all right how, how are things in uh, salt lake city well, we rolled in at about 4.30 in the morning oh, without LeBron. Oh, oh, LeBron uh, did not make the trip. Things could be better. <laughs> now, did you hit the clubs last night in Salt Lake? Hell yeah. Yeah. The you way know me. Said I get, it. It. I, I, I get out it. here Hell partying yeah. with those BYU kids. They go all night. <laughs> yeah. Don't, wait, wait. All married, by the way. Don't you have to have like a, a, a club membership to get a you beer? You did yeah. until the Olympics. Oh. Then they phased it out during the, was it May 2002, 2002 Olympics? yeah. By the way, my favorite Olympics by far. Was Salt Lake City. Two, oh, I really? thought. And you've been to a million I've of been, them. I've been to all of them, and Salt Lake City was awesome. And Why? I, I, you know, part of it was what I was doing. Okay. So what I would do is I would do the play-by-play of the luge, bobsled, and skeleton. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then at night, I would come down the mountain. That was up uh, by Park City. Come down the mountain, and I'd interview all the medal winners. That's cool. They 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 had medal ceremonies at this big park, and a different band played every night. So one night, it was Dave Matthews' band. And the next night, it was, wow. I think Sugar Ray was one of the acts. And they would give out the medals at this big park with a band playing, and I'd interview, I interviewed every single medal. Winner the cool. entire week long. So more what you were doing entire rather than loving the city. Yeah, and like, I, it wasn't it wasn't about the city. It was more about, and I love the Winter Olympics. I'm okay. a big Winter Olympics guy. I, I Why is basketball not in the Winter Olympics? It's a good question. I don't know. Basketball's played in the winter. It is right. Be, well, think about it. Maybe You'd have to shut down the NBA. Yeah, yeah, shut down the NBA. I, I know it's not apples to apples. Hockey shuts down, or at least they have in the past to send their guys. They did. Yeah. Well, they're going to do it again coming up. Yeah, but uh, the the one thing that I don't think the NBA would do it. The NHL needs Send it. The I don't think the NBA does. Yeah, John, didn't you didn't you say? I thought you said it was Utah. Did you say the, be, the best Italian restaurant or something like that was it that is Utah in the whole league? How funny is this? Now here's the new dilemma. Mm. Okay, so this place is called Walters. It is fantastic. Mm. It is like the best Italian. F- it's either that or there's a place in Toronto called Soto Soto. It's one of those two. That's the best restaurant in the league. Walters, though, and I go every time we come. I, I can't come on this trip because we don't have a night off. 
but that's the restaurant where the Golden State Warriors assistant coach had the heart attack uh, and died. Uh, mm. So does that taint it or no? I don't think so. It's just no. a tragedy. It's it has nothing tough. to do with the restaurant, yeah, right? No, I mean, right, but so I mean, very, like some people sad. say they will never go to a. Or well, I get it. I understand why the Warriors don't want to go back. If you were in that room sure. when it happened, I totally get that. Yeah. But I don't know that it should. I didn't know that. I didn't know the coach. He was very popular, but I, it's not going to affect me. Would it affect you guys? It wouldn't for me. It no. would not. Not unless I was in the room when it happened. Well, no. I, if, if this were my best friend or somebody that I was very yes. fond of, sure. Right. But if it's just, oh, this happened at that place, not, yeah. probably not. What's your main Italian order there, Ireland? What do you? What will you well, order at when Walters, you go? Walters, we walk in and we tell the guy, bring us surprises. Bring oh, us whatever really? you want. It's yeah, one of those places. Good. Do you yeah. have a go-to, See, Mace? Italian? Yeah. Going tonight. Vito's. Uh, on, no, a dish. Uh, oh, a dish. Yeah. Oh, chicken parm. Yeah. I'm a big chip. I'll tell you, best chicken parm I've had in a really long time is Craig's. Uh, over the chicken parm at Slay at Manhattan Beach is equal to the is one it? at Craig's. You've They're had both it. Both great. Oh, right. We had it when we went to uh, yeah, both Both fantastic. Craig's. And by the way, both so good, Trav, that I would tell you if it's your first time going to Craig's or your first time going to Slay, that's your order. Okay. Even mm. though there's a lot more fancy stuff on there, you got to try it. Just I love a chicken. So I mean, good. everybody likes chicken parm. It's fried I chicken just, with cheese and marinara yeah, and sauce. Both, and both portion, <laughs> portions, massive. So let me places. let me tell you something. You said you you walk in and say, surprise us. So I was in this situation once with, and I haven't told the story in a long time, with our, our former gambling expert, R.J. Bell. <laughs> I, I love this story. So we walk into... Milos in Vegas. Okay. Great Greek restaurant. And he does the whatever the chef's best is. So they bring out this, baller move by RJ, by the way. They that bring out this move. block of ice. Especially there. And salt. Wait to hear what he does next. Ice and salt with a fish in it. And you're supposed to dig in and get the fish out of the... I'm like, what the hell are we doing here? Then, RJ stuck us with the bill. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my. And that was a $250 fish. <laughs> oh, it was brutal. I never forgave the guy. And never, never let it... I will never let that go. Wait, okay, wait, wait. By the way, you guys, have, you guys have not socialized since that day. Absolutely. We've not even okay, Mace, 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 how did it go down when the bill came? He, he ghosted. He slipped out. He slipped out. Oh, no. He did the Irish goodbye. No, he slipped away. And there were how, just the three of you guys? Uh, there was five of us. Five of us. Were and this was his choice of restaurant. He's the one that said, bring us what Whatever the chef recommends. Yep. And he slipped out and the back he door. Bailed. Exactly right. That's yeah, that not could probably cool. ruin a relationship. That's why we went from R.J. Bell to Steve Fezzik for a while. We jumped to the Fez, who always picks up the check. So, was the fish good? It wasn't. <laughs> oh, really? It wasn't good. Who wants a fish in a block of ice? Yeah, cold. I mean, it's sushi you want yeah, cold, but no, yeah. No, no, no. That That's was a weird. terrible night at the restaurant. That's weird. Yeah, it was very weird. John, when you have the guy in Utah bring you what you want, does he go like the the, the parm, the chicken piccata? Yeah, the thing he brings you, you a little bit of everything. You get like 10 courses. Oh, my Now, gosh. here's the mistake I made. Last time I was there, I went with two guys from our TV crew. And so we always just split it three ways. Uh, it's it's expensive, and I didn't tell those guys beforehand this is going to be pricey. I just said, "Hey, are you guys okay with them bringing us whatever they got?" And they'd never been, and they said, "Yeah, sure." And the bill shows up, and it's north of six, Ooh. like for almost seven hundred. So they bucks took a line of credit of out of their yeah. house, yeah, right. Condo. Home equity loan, yes, home yes. equity loan, yes, good interest rate. Yeah, that, yeah. That's and did right. a debt consolidation. You got you got to you got to go. Uh, hey guys, look, and this is a little steep. Yep. You sure you want to do this? Yep. And if they balk yeah. a little bit. 
I can't believe he just said whatever. By the way, in Vegas at that restaurant, oh yeah, you're exactly. Oh, you're gonna, it's going to be expensive. You're not at Olive Garden saying, "Go ahead, whatever you think." Bring us whatever the chef's yeah. best is. <laughs> you're and the finest wines and cheeses and it was in the a, land. It was a fish in ice. That wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. Uh, By the way, I heard you doing Silence of the Lambs. It's the anniversary of Silence. Ninety-one. Of the Lambs. So a couple things about Silence of the Lambs. First of all, it is. I heard Emily say this. Uh, one of only three movies to ever win the big four. Picture, actor, actress, and director. Okay. The other two are It Happened One Night, which was all the way back in the 30s. Claudette Colbert, Clark Gable, and Frank Capra. And the other one, John, was? I would think one of the Godfathers. Probably. No, it's a Nicholson movie. Top Gun Maverick. No, yeah, no. It's a Nicholson movie, Ireland. Uh, it's, a, it's Terms of Endearment. No, it's One Flew Over Cuckoo's, Cuckoo's Nest. Nest. Oh, Louise Fletcher. Louise yeah. Fletcher. Oh, one, Nurse uh, Ratchet. Nurse Ratchet, yeah. yeah. Those are the only three. The other thing is, I question your uh, Buffalo Bill impression. You do? I do. Why? Because you won the lotion in the basket. <laughs> no, that sounds like he's no, struggling. You won the lotion in the basket. Deeper. Do it, yours. It puts the lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it's told. He's not whining. That's creep. No, he's like no, no, what the hell you guys are talking about? So Buffalo Bill, Buffalo the Bell. guy that's putting on the skin suit in the basement. Yeah, the old skin suit. <laughs> yep. He's making a skin suit. He's got the woman oh. trapped in the well, yeah, and she's I, freaking I out. the movie, but I don't remember Buffalo Bill. So when he's lowering the basket with the lotion because he wants her, her skin to be soft, soft. so Jeez. he can make his suit. And he gets precious. She gets precious she gets, down in the- He tricks precious with the oh, bucket, yeah, pulls right. her in, That's right. and he's very, he very frustrated with his prisoner and so he's trying to remain calm before he blows his stack right. and morales did the dance today did he do the he tried to do the dance the old tuck it dance he didn't he didn't do that portion of the dance <laughs> <laughs> but he did he did the he did the arms out to the side yeah. portion of it yeah. he did not yeah. do the other portion by the way it. the other thing about silence and lamps normally you release movies like in November, December to win Academy Awards. Yep. Uh, this came out in February. It's the earliest a movie has ever come out in the year and gone and on won. to win Best Picture. Yeah. And Anthony Hopkins did have like I think it was like eleven minutes. Or He's something barely in, in the movie. movie. Oh, but it's but like, he steals the movie. Oh, he stole Still the movie. Still scares the hell out of me. Yeah. Are you watch a True Detective? Speaking of Jody, you Foster. said that a couple times. I need to. Do oh my that. God! Last night okay. was the. Oh, I have not watched it. So please do not. Okay, I will. I will not else. spoil no. it. You've okay. not watched episode five. It's I've only watched six like episodes. Half of episodes five. Just tell us. Just tell us the juicy parts <laughs> yeah emily prepare that's what i will say all right shinado kind of warned me on it but it's only a it's only a six episode show is which, it was that number six and that was number five five so okay. we got one episode left but you know what they say about the penultimate episode might be the best one can be yeah yeah can, can be. be was with uh breaking bad i think and was with a bunch of other shows so you're so, going- trav you just said that Anthony Hopkins is only in that movie for 10 minutes. Something like that. And steals the show. Yeah. What's the best, like if we had a category for that, like 10 minutes or less in a movie, but completely steals the movie. <laughs> Mace, the one that comes to mind for me, Alec Baldwin and Glengarry oh, Glenn that's Ross. A great that's the one only scene mind. he's in the whole movie, yeah, right? I think he's scene. only in it for six minutes. I mean, and the and coffee he steals down. the whole movie. Um, so it's funny you said the thing that popped into my mind first, and I, the name's going to come to me. You guys are going to know it. I'm blanking on it right now. His son uh, uh, is the was the lead in in Schitt's Creek. He was in the in in Schitt's Eugene Creek. Levy. Well. Eugene Levy. Thank you. I, I knew the name would come to me. Remember at Mountain Gate. You, oh, okay. Eugene Levy as the car salesman in Vacation. 
is unbelievable to me where he gets the family truckster where he's supposed to get one car yep. and they push him into the other one he's in that that scene can't be more than three minutes along and it's well, the best scene in the movie a, that eugene levy is a heat check actor oh, man because so oh my he gosh. does that in a lot of movies like there's a you know me i i like worship at the altar of kate beckinsale she's in a movie with john cusack called serendipity mm-hmm. and eugene levy has five minutes in that movie and he almost steals it yeah. so good. he's how, unbelievable how long, how long is will ferrell in wedding crash he's just that's he a good one literally just crashed, Briefly. right he just yeah. he, he literally says mom where's the meatloaf that and then, well, he's, and then he's doing Mace the another one at the funeral yeah. <laughs> Jack Black in High Fidelity. Now he was a more wasn't he a more significant character? He I think he's in it for more than five minutes, but the song he does at the end when he blows everybody away, when he does the Marvin Gaye number, I, is unbelievable. I thought you were gonna say Jack Black in Anchorman when he punts the dog off the court. That's how bridge. I roll. <laughs> uh Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder. Oh, pretty good with the agent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah with the, no head of the studio. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's right. He's in the fat he's suit. Do, yeah, in he's doing suit. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah yeah. 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 And then, uh, did you ever see the, this? Is a random one. Emily probably knows it. Zombieland. Do you ever see Zombieland? That's with Woody oh, Harrelson, yeah. right? Yeah, Woody Harrelson. But yeah. Bill Murray plays <laughs> Bill Murray in Zombieland. <laughs> and what he does is there are zombies taking over the world, right? So Bill Murray's strategy is I'll make myself look like a zombie, even though I haven't turned into a zombie, so the zombies will leave me alone. <laughs> uh, and it's just genius. Bill Murray. Murray as Bill Murray in uh, in uh, uh, Zombie. So Mace, going... how about Nicholson in Broadcast News? Oh, he's Ooh, great. That's pretty in good. That. That's yeah. pretty what's good. His only... big, what's his big line? Bill, well, the 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 news network news division goes. He he says this is a Jack Nicholson says this is a brutal layoff, and the news director goes, well, you know, you could make it a little bit less brutal if you shaved a million or two off your salary, <laughs> <laughs> and Nicholson just stares at him. And the guy immediately turtles. He goes, it's a horrible joke. It's an awful joke. <laughs> Not one minute of my feelings are represented in that space. I was just Googling around. Here's a great one. Bob Barker and Happy Gilmore. Oh, oh yeah. that's good. Yeah, Very good. Where he kicks Happy Gilmore's he ass. kicks Happy's <laughs> ass. Yeah. So you want a piece of me? Yeah. I don't want a piece. The I price want the is wrong. Thing. <laughs> the price is wrong, Bob. Mason, so you're going out for Valentine's Day? Yeah, we're going out. We go to the same place every year. Do you okay, have a standing what, resi? Uh, yes, Vito's. Okay. Uh, in, What's your uh, experience going out on actual Valentine's Day? Um, it's, I mean, it, it, I guess it is amateur night in the same way New Year's Eve is amateur night. But there's also something. On the is, actual day? There's something about like being sure. in a room full of people where everybody's in love and all that. So we sat next to Henry Winkler and his wife one time. Defond? Nicest guy awesome. in the world. Uh, but it was like, it was like such. You feel it in the room that they're, everybody's making way to put an it. effort. John, how long have you and Lisa been married? Since 1999. So how long is that? Okay, a so long time. 25 years. 25, yeah, we just started 25th in January. Okay. Oh, okay. Do you guys still do it up for Valentine's Day? Do you send? You're on the road, obviously, today. Do you send yes. the flowers and all that kind of stuff? I would encourage you, Trav, to listen today yes. at 2.15. <laughs> okay. And Something you can special. find out what Valentine's Day okay. means to me. Excellent. Right. <laughs> that, is, that is a very, very good tease. Yeah. I like that a lot. Because, I can't tell which the setup is. I yeah, it could go either way. Lead. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the good the way tease. He, listen, the way he presented it. I, you should listen. Good. I just got to oh, yeah. te- I just got to. It's, it's, we're all <laughs> going to talk about how important <laughs> Valentine's Day is to us. I just got a text from Laura. She's in. Mace is in. Yep. Brian's in. I'm in. Okay. We're all going to talk about 215. So I'm going to listen, obviously, but 
John, you and I very, very frequently align on things like this. Yes. So I have a feeling I know where this is headed. I'll just, I'll I just leave okay. it at that. I don't think you could possibly know. <laughs> there this is, is no way you know. No, there's no way oh, you know. Oh, okay. But just, Trav, do me but a favor. I very, I very rarely no, no. have ever asked you to do this. Listen at 2.15 because I want to talk about it in Crosstalk tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. By the way, it's a super blockbuster show. Momo's going to stop in. She was part of that story. The, yeah. the Fascinating. LeBron why not Warriors thing. Why not listen? They could say no at the end. Say, well, why, why not, not listen, listen to an Well, because I think it, I think they left it to LeBron. We'll talk to Momo about that. And Kevin Demoff's going to come on. Oh, yeah. We'll talk. Uh, he was at the Super Bowl. Uh, talk about the World Cup coming up. Rams off season. All that kind of stuff. All of that, and I'm checking it out at two fifteen because now that I don't know, now I'm very excited to. There you know. go. Super Crosstalks brought to you by In and Out Burger. In and Out. That's what a hamburger's all about.